Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And it's actually become a trend during the course of this show. Jeremy Rutherford joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. We want to ask our hockey guests if they've ever been to the Missouri Botanical Gardens, Jr. So uh, Joey Vitale went for the first time, his 10-year wedding anniversary, and he and his wife went there. Have you ever been to the Missouri Botanical Gardens? I, I believe I have, uh, but I will tell you that it was years and years and years ago. So been a long time. As long as you've been there, that's okay. Now, the other thing that we we gleaned from Joey today is that on the 10th anniversary, the traditional gift for the wife is tin or aluminum. And he says, diamonds in year one, diamonds in year two, diamonds in year three. He says, never lay off the diamonds. That's the gift for every year. He played in the league. He played in the league, but <laughs> but uh, he is inspiring, Joey. Uh, he's got me inspired. He told you guys a couple weeks ago that he woke up and ran a half marathon. Yeah. And so I got I got up today and did a half. A half of ha- half hour on the treadmill. I'm proud of you. Yeah, how about that. So you are talking to somebody, and it's not me that cannot work out at all and run a half marathon. She's <laughs> she can literally just it's like the the hitter that can get out of bed on Christmas morning and hit. Michelle can get out of bed and run a half marathon. It's amazing. I've talked to her about that. I like the fact that you guys didn't buy that for one second. <laughs> I did, Jair, but I was waiting because I thought then if you actually did that, you were going to talk about how miserable it is. Because as someone that has run a half marathon or two, they're not. It's not a fun thing to do. No, that's why when I was listening to Joey talk about it a couple weeks ago, I thought he was joking because he sounded so fresh and so good. I was like, I thought, you know, he'd be miserable. But, uh, hey, good for you guys who can pull that stuff off. Absolutely. Well, Jerry, you have a great new piece up at The Athletic about Justin Falk and his first season with the Blues. And he was really candid in the piece. Even in the headline, it says, quote, I didn't play that well. Can you expand on that and let us know what Justin Falk revealed about his first season with the team? Yeah, and just a little context here. Even though you've been, you know, covering the team for 15 or 16 years, you know, guys come and go, and, and so you don't have a relationship with them. And, you know, last year being a Justin Falk's first year, and then the, the season kind of gets uh, wiped out there for a few months, just never a chance to, to talk to Justin. So when I spoke with him yesterday, I said, hey, let's just have a casual conversation, you know, no agenda here, just seeing how you're doing and, you know, how you felt you played last year. And uh, I felt like he was – really open, as you said, in the article saying I, I didn't play very well. And, you know, I thought one of the key parts was he said, look, I'm a sports fan, too. I'm a Minnesota native, follow the Vikings, follow the Twins, I follow all the moves that they make. And I know what I signed up for here in St. Louis, but, uh, you know, a lot of money and high expectations, and I didn't live up to him early on in the season. But he did feel like that he gained some traction uh, towards the end. And then the league uh, paused the season. So he's looking forward to getting going again. It's amazing how people can take veiled shots at Kirk Cousins. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so great. do you have confidence that he can be what we thought he was going to be when the Blues acquired him? 
Well, I think one thing, when I hung up with him yesterday, he said, look, I'm coming in, you know, in a couple of weeks and, and I'm just more comfortable. We got the house set up. Uh, you know, I know the guys, you know, do I have a defined role? No, but I kind of know what they're looking for. So I think just that is going to give him a little more stability uh, coming in. But I do agree uh, that he needs to find a place in this lineup where he's not bouncing around. And so you talk about playing with seven different defensive partners the first two months of last season. You know, in Carolina two years ago, he had two partners the entire year, you know, more than 40 minutes of ice time. So uh, he wants that stability. I think that uh, when he plays on the left, he's grown a little more comfortable, but I, I still don't think uh, that's, a, that's a home for him. And then, you know, if you're playing first pair one night, third pair the next night, it's just different than what he's used to. Bottom line, he's got to be better but I think he feels like uh, coming back in this time, it's going to be a little bit easier. The stability certainly will help JR. And while he says he knew what the expectations would be in a town like St. Louis, I wonder if he really realized what it would be like once he got in that locker room and he was the new kid in town. And there was this group of guys that had gone on the most unbelievable ride of their lives. And that bonds you together forever. And this is a team that has great chemistry. And even though I'm sure they were welcoming to him, it's got to be a difficult thing to adjust to when you're the, when you're that guy that hasn't been on that ride with them. It's a great, great point, and he downplayed it. I know why he downplayed it. He's got this personality, just from what I can gather early on here, is he just likes to be in the background. He doesn't like to be in the spotlight. So he said it wasn't very difficult for him to kind of step to the side and let these guys you know, have the spotlight with uh, the Stanley Cup. But imagine every time you show up, you know, there's a ceremony this night. There's another ceremony. Now the guys are posing with a cup. And here you're trying to find your role on the ice. That's hard. That's one thing. But now every time uh, they have one of these celebrations, you're kind of taking a step back, too. So to me, it's hard to, to get your personality going and, and show the guys who you are. You know, they like them. That's not a question whatsoever. I just feel like he had a couple things uh, that were challenges for him trying to get ingratiated with a new team. And I think it's interesting, JR, because we, from the time this trade was made, looked at it as a preemptive move with the thought that Alex Petrangelo, Petrangelo might leave. And I think this quote stuck out to me. It was, if you ask any player, that's just kind of our nature to say, the more you're in those situations, big situations, the more in tune you are and the better you're going to play. You know that was my role previously. Power play, penalty kill, five on five, whatever. It didn't matter. He talked about minutes and big minutes making him a, be a better player. I wonder if the Blues don't keep Petro, if that will make him better because he's getting more big reps. There's absolutely no doubt that when Doug Armstrong made the deal, he was entering a negotiation with Newport Sports, the Translos agency, and if things didn't work out, he was going to have a three-time All-Star uh, to fall back on. There's no question that that entered his mind when he was doing that. Is Justin Falk Alex Petrangelo? You know, I don't, I don't think he is, and, and obviously he's gotten off to a tough start here in St. Louis, but even if you pull Alex Petrangelo out of the equation and make Justin Falk a number one, a number one A, I just don't know that he can be that type of player. But that said, yeah, when you're playing 23 minutes a night in Carolina, he was playing 245 a night on the power play. You know, now you're down to what 20 uh, overall ice time and a buck 05 on the power play. You're not getting those opportunities. And like I touched on with him in the article, you know, points are points. You don't sit there and stare at your stats. But if you're not getting the points, it's hard to build some confidence. And he says that in the article as well. So, you know, could he be a better player if he were playing that role instead of Alex Petrangelo? Yeah, perhaps more in tune. Uh, but I think we can all look at it and know that he's not Alex Petrangelo. 
JR, we all got really excited when we saw the videos of Vladimir Tarasenko back out on the ice. We can't wait to see him back in action. But then I said to myself, should I not set the expectations for him so high? Should, what should the expectations for Vladimir Tarasenko be? Or should there even be expectations for him when he returns? Yeah, good question. It's tough with Alex, uh, I'm sorry, Vladimir Tarasenko, just because he's been out so long. I mean, you look at some of these players who have been out three to four months. We have questions about them. And Vladimir Tarasenko hasn't played since uh, early October. So uh, it is nice to see him on the ice. I just got to be honest with you. I don't know what to expect. I mean, he says that he feels great. The team says the shoulder's fine. Greg Berube said a couple weeks ago that uh, he's in better shape now than he was when he came to training camp last September. So that bodes well, too. Uh, But I just think we're in a situation where it's hard to tell what you're going to get from these guys, especially a guy uh, who's been out that long. JR, we always love hearing your voice. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. You guys, too. Thanks a lot.